Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Zone coming to you live from the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio. Oaklawn, Arkansas's only racing casino resort. Now, here's Justin Acri and Wes Moore on the Buzz Radio Network. 20% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of need his name up in lights he just wants to be heard whether it's the beat of the mic he feels so unlike everybody else alone in spite of the fact that some people still think that they know but no he knows the code it's not about the salary it's all about reality and making some noise making a story making sure his click stays up that means when he puts it down toxic picking it up let's go Anyway, he never really talks much Never concerned with status But still even him starstruck Humble through opportunities Given despite the fact That many misjudge him Cause he makes a living From writing rats Put it together himself Got a picture connect Never asking for someone's help But to get some respect He's only focused on what he wrote His will is beyond reach And now it all unfolds Skill of an artist 20% skill 80% fear Be 100% clear Cause why you was ill Who would've thought He'd be the one That set the West in flames and I heard him wreck it with the crystal method, name of the game. Came back, dropped mega death, took him to church. I like bleach, man. Why you had the stupidest verses? Dude, it's the truth. Now everybody giving them guest spots and stocks through the roof. I heard from with death This is 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will, 5% pleasure, 50% Sick and he's spitting fire and might Got him out the dryer, he's hot Found him in Fort Minor with top But a f***ing nihilist porcupine He's a f***ing, he's a f***ing type Women wanna be with them rappers Hope he gets eight years in the making Patiently waiting to blow Now the record with your notice Taking over the globe He's got a partner in crime His is equally dope You won't believe the kind of That comes out of this kid's throat Alright, it is a typical Very busy Thursday Thank you for being with us today In the Zone Wes Moore is here. Justin Acre and the Wizard, Christian Weaver. Thanks for being with us. I'm getting the feedback there. I hear that, too. It's weird. Um, oh, you know why? Because of that. Roger. Roger. Silly goose. All right. It's good to be here with you. We've got a busy day, like we said. We are going to talk a little bit about Arkansas basketball getting prepped for Auburn. And the SEC matchup begins this week. Heard Josh talking about it. I know you're excited about it. We've got the Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC postgame show coming up. And it's going to be live from walk-ons in West Little Rock every single game. 18 weeks. 18 times you get to eat and drink and be merry out at walk-ons while celebrating, hopefully, a lot of Razorback victories. That is a pretty cool deal, and I hope a lot of our listeners will join you. I'm sure they will be very popular uh, as far as a watch place for Hog Games this year, and you're going to have a good time. No, it'd be cool to sit around, watch the game, then hang out afterwards, watch the show, talk to us, and uh, maybe we can uh, come up with a segment incorporate the uh, uh, the fans out there to hand them a mic and ask us a question. Yeah, you might do like a rate the game on a one of five po' boys um, mm-hmm. You know, uh, there's all kinds of options there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, uh, just try to keep Josh out of the booze, okay? I worry about him. Six six one one zero three. Not really. Oh, okay. Six six one one zero three seven. That's our number. I think he's a responsible uh, beverage intaker. Yeah, he's one that I don't worry about. No, I don't worry about him. He's very mature for his age. Six six one one zero three seven. That's our Southern Structural Solutions text line. Five zero one six six one one zero three seven. That's also our phone number. And you can hit us up on our live fan feedback, which is brought to you by the Gangster Museum of America and the Hattery down in Hot Springs. Um, all right, so we've got guest, 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 guest today. Typical Thursday. Devo Davis will join us first. I guess his his uh, thoughts on what's happening with Arkansas and Auburn is the most important 
thought that matters and see how he got through the holiday, how he rang in the new year, that kind of thing. Richard Davenport at 1045, very important segment, I think, today with all the things happening in the portal. Again, nobody in for a minute, but you can pull people out whenever you want. Did you see Alabama center jumped ship? No, I did not. He got. uh, I do not want him. He's going to dribble that ball back to somebody (laughs) else. Here's the thing, though. If he's good enough to start on the offensive line all year for Alabama, he's pretty good at blocking people. I think you can work with him on the offseason as far as the snap part of it goes. Maybe he just had a knob-lock moment. I don't know. Maybe he's got a real issue. Maybe you can slide him to guard. Yeah. I mean, I'm thinking there's a place for him. I'm sure there will be a lot of people pining for his uh, his uh, role on their offensive line. I saw Arkansas people calling him a Michigan legend. Oh. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Too soon. Uh, anyway, Richard will give, give us thoughts on what's happened with the portal and expectations, and I'm sure they're entertaining guys this week. I'm sure. He, oh, it's huge. Yeah, with, uh, with the first basketball game. What a great environment to show yeah. recruits. This is how passionate our fans are. It's only for basketball because they're really good. But you don't need to know that. This is their, they're like this for everything. I think there are guys on the on campus right now. I think Richard, I've read a couple of his stories. There are guys visiting Thursday, Friday. So they, uh, they're they there. Yeah. Hey, listen, if they put me up in the hotel all week, let's go. Mm. Do they put them up in a hotel or do they put them in a dorm room with another guy? No. It's, they got, you can ask Richard, but it's got to be hotel. I would think so. I mean, if they're if it's an official visit and they're paying for it. Stick them in Carnal Hall or something? No, you're, you're going all out. Um, maybe the, uh, what's the hotel, the, the, um, it's the one on campus. I guess Carnal, right? Carnal Hall's the one on campus. And then you got the graduate that's close by. Yeah, the graduate. Was and the one then, uh, our buddies, the Allens have got hotels all over up there, which are very nice also. So the Staybridge right by, uh, yeah. Bomb Stadium's a great yeah. spot. Anyway, uh, Quinn Grovey will join us at 11.10. He is courtesy of our friends at Bell & Sword and Conway, which have booted and suited Quinn, made him even a sharper dressed man than usual. Dr. O'Malley, 11.30, just texted us on injuries. What are the chief injuries we need to be getting into with him? Tyreek Hill, Slight Trevor Byrne. Lawrence. Oh. <laughs> That's a bummer, man. Yeah. I hate that for him. Yeah, getting for ready for the biggest game of the year. You're at practice, and you get that phone call. Yeah. Oh. For those who missed it, Tyreek Hill's house apparently had a fire, and uh, I don't think there were any injuries, actually, so that's good. But, yeah, we'll talk to him about uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, Lawrence's shoulder is really the big key because yeah. Jacksonville's not only trying to, you know, sort of limp their way into a division title, mm-hmm. but also obviously want to be ready for the playoffs. Oh, that's a playoffs. huge game. Yeah. I mean, it's huge for the, the Texans, the Colts. You yep. know, if they lose that game, it opens the door for the Texans or Colts. Did you see um, Carolina Panthers players were criticizing their stupid owner this week? No, I did not. Yeah, he threw a drink on a player, or on a fan, rather, from Jacksonville, you saw. And then uh, he got fined like 300 grand or something? Yeah. It seemed excessive to me. Well, he's worth $3 billion. I'm not worried about the money for him, but it did seem like a serious fine to me. You remember I thought hundred uh, grand was enough. There was a uh, owner that shot the bird at some fans like 14 years ago. I was hearing this story. Okay, can't remember the owner. 14 years ago for shooting the bird, he was fined two fifty, two hundred fifty thousand. Wow. So they they felt like after that was just shooting the bird. Yeah. This is throwing a drink on a guy. That's a well, little bit more excessive. And yeah. it's been 14 years, and that fine only went up $50,000. That's actually a really good deal then. You're right. Okay, yeah. by that comparison, I guess that's fair. I would have thought that was uh, excessive too. I guess they really want their owners to comport themselves in a certain way. <laughs> like a, an owner should? I guess. But they're passionate too. They're fans. Yeah. But you got to control yourself. Mm-hmm. And why is your box open? I guess it was a road box, right? It was a road game? They were at Carolina. Yeah. 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 So, no, they were at Carolina's a home no, game. No, it was a home game. Oh, it was a home game. I think so. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And it I was thought a, he threw it on Jacksonville fan. Was at it Carolina. a Jacksonville fan? Looked like it to me. He was oh, dressed okay. in the teal. I thought it was a Carolina fan that he threw the drink on. He, like he was giving the he, owner a hard time about how bad the team was. Right. I read the story. I could be wrong. I, I well, think he just threw the cup in frustration. Like it wasn't at. A oh no! It was somebody turning around yelling at. Really? Well, the guy the turned around and yelled at him after, but he may have just. But he would think he didn't throw the drink out the window for no reason, right? Surely there was something, something the guy said. Yeah. I agree with you. But, yeah, the guy then turned around and started yelling in the box, like, hey! Oh, I, I would have sold it. I would have fell down some flights. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> can still probably sue him for, uh, I don't know. Mental distress. Mental distress. I can't right. sleep now. I keep thinking people are throwing thinking drinks on me in my sleep. Up. And you ruined my $25 T-shirt. I'm pissed off. I want my money. Um, let's see. What else we got? Mayor Scott's coming on today. I may set that segment out. Um, and then in the last hour, Chris Alley can't make it today for Rock and Roll Sushi. Uh, he had a late conflict, but we will get him in hopefully tomorrow. Maybe he can wrap oh. up the week with us tomorrow. So that oh. would be okay, huh? 
How about a Friday with Chris Allen? I'm sure Pigskin Future would love that. That's awesome. He's celebrating a Michigan semifinal win, and he gets a little rock and roll sushi, too. I'm sure he'd be great. Anyway, hope, great hopefully we too. can Hope's see him tomorrow. The day. So the reason I don't want to talk to Mayor Scott too much is because, of course, Memphis destroyed Iowa State in the Liberty Bowl as a double-digit underdog, and I owe him a dinner at cash. And I'm happy to pay up, I suppose, because I lost the bet. So we need to put that together sooner rather than later and just get it get it done. So I don't want to... I like to, you know, Lannisters always pay their debts. Plus, you know what? I can pick his brain about some things, and we can have a long discussion. We're going to have a one-hour discussion while he eats lobster about the stupid trolleys. (laughs) That's what he's going to get. I hope he has a great time. So anyway, I'm gonna have I'm gonna order a whiskey right out of the gate, and I'm gonna just dive right into it. So he's gonna I got a lot of problems with this city, and you're gonna hear about them. So we'll get into that. How about you remember the day? And I told you Phil Stills' computer was picking Memphis to win that game outright. Mm. Mm. And you're like, screw Phil Stills' computer. That's a I've never thing. seen I haven't seen Iowa State's defense play that bad since I was in college. I was just amazed watching that game, and I was a little mad at myself. I put some money on Memphis in the points. I'm like, God, I could have, should have put it on, just like Phil still said. Yeah, the money line right. had to be like 300. It had to be great. Yeah. 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 I always say it was like, oh, you can throw it over the top of us, but we'll also let you run it wherever you want to. It was so bad. Now, their quarterback threw for 450. Yeah. But they couldn't stop him at all. So it was really embarrassing. But here's the thing I would rather get my have my team get their butt kicked in a bowl game than not play in a bowl game at all. So there's that. Yep. You never know with Iowa. They probably had some money on it. Iowa State. Yeah, maybe so. That's true. It's a good point. Mm. I mean, Iowa might have had some money on their bowl game, too, because mm. that was competitive for about a quarter, and Iowa peed down their leg on an offensive possession late in the first quarter, or somewhere in the first quarter, I remember. They had a chance to score and didn't, and then just let them roll away with it. I mean, but they just couldn't do anything. They fumbled on their own three for a Tennessee touchdown. Then they threw a pick six in the span of like 20 minutes. Yeah, they're so bad. And th- their, their offense was so bad that they couldn't score, but they helped – Tennessee score two touchdowns. I know what Iowa's not doing next year. I don't know what they are doing, though. Like They're not going to have Ference back as the OC. I wonder who they will bring in, and will they truly get somebody who's dynamic and let them be... Because, again, they're trying to play complementary football. They they stumbled and bumbled offensively their way to a 10-win season. That's if, crazy. If you can just get a reasonable offense, a reasonable offense, you could have won a couple more games and, you know... Were you watching that game? Yeah. The backup quarterback they brought in yeah. was fun to watch. I mean, he ran. Yeah. I mean, he didn't throw it much better because their but offense is so bad. He got but, first downs. Yeah, he runs. <laughs> the other guy was doing nothing. No, they should get. They should be looking for a Michael Vick-like player. That's what they need. They need a guy who can run around because they don't have it. They've always had, not always, but most of the time, since Brad Banks, I think, yeah. they've had basically a stoic tree quarterback who just who can throw it okay, but it's hard to work with in that offense. I don't think uh, Tom Brady in his prime would have been any good in that offense. He's a hander-offer. Yeah. And that's the thing. Their their run game is not dominant like it once was either. So they're just really, really bad. They got to, but if you can load the box because you don't have a threat of a passing game, it's pretty easy. I mean, I don't want to get into Razorback football, but anyway. Hmm. So we'll uh, we'll do that. And we didn't do what the hell yesterday because I had to cut out a little bit early. And we will uh, do that today. Speaking of what the hell, yesterday, and it wasn't shocking. I mean, obviously it was a lower level team, so I'm not going to like toot UCA's horn too much for beating a team that they always beat in, in Champion Christian. Um, but they scored 120 points in a victory, 120 to 54. And the only thing that was notable about it, other than uh, Carl Dottery Jr., Wes, who you covered in high school, yeah. Maumel, what a great score. Had a career highest day and played great. 29, I think he ended up with. Wow. Yep. And uh, But Tucker Anderson, who's from Bentonville West and is a freshman, scored the first 13 points of the game for UCA. And I've never seen a dude do that before ever in a game. And then he had an assist to Carl. Mm-hmm. For the hit 15? for the for the fifteen points, yeah. So I was like, it was just crazy to see. And then everybody probably has talked about it. I don't know if you guys talked about it on the show yesterday, but the Grambling score with the women's we game did not. Okay, no. so for those who missed it, and and, we, and I've lamented this before, like the gap of the haves and have-nots is one thing with women's basketball, and they're pr- still pretty significant. But this is different too. Again, you're playing a lower level team that has no chance to compete. But I don't know how good Grambling's women are in general, but they played a lower-level school, and they beat them to death, and it was really embarrassing, and I'm sure they're probably not overly proud of it, but it was ugly. Um, and it was the largest margin of victory, I think, in a women's game ever. It was like uh, 100 points plus was the margin. What was the final? 159 to 18. Okay. 
141 points, yeah. yeah. That's, not, that's not good. Here's the score by quarter. After the end of the first quarter, it was 46-4. to four. Okay. At halftime, it would be 82-10. to 10. Mm. They outscored them 39-3 to three in the third. And then in the fourth, they outscored them 38-5. to five. Mm. So, what was the school? The College of Biblical Studies? Yeah. 4635. That mm. was their four quarters of scoring. Mm. That's, uh, well, that's not good. Well, here's the way I look at it. And, and you, you can relate a little bit with UCA. It's tough to get non conference opponents to come and play you. Mm-hmm. It, it's especially tough to get quality non conference opponents to play you. And to, sometimes, just so you have non-conference home games for your fan base to come and see. you got to take what you can get. Right. And that's the only thing I can think for Grambling. This is all they could. It wasn't like they're like, let's go find some bad team and beat the hell out of them. I think it's more like, yeah. we got to get a home game. Right. Who will come play us? I and, assume that school's from Louisiana, but I don't know for I sure. I don't know. Yeah. But here's the kicker. We need to get somebody to come play us that we don't have to pay a whole bunch of money. Right. Because of, you know, the the... The money that's available for the the sure. basketball program to be paying out. They're trying to go go out on the road and make as much money as possible to support their program. And yet you do want to have a home game, but you can't afford to go pay somebody a ton of money to come in and play you. No doubt. No doubt. So it's tough. I mean, it's tough. I'm not going to criticize, you know, get all over them for it. Yeah. Um, it is what it is. That 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 school, College of Biblical Studies, signed up for it. And they knew what they were getting into. They got their seven grand and they went home. Yeah. I mean, it was a big seven grand for them. Probably so. If that's what it was. Whatever it was. Uh, Little Rock is at home today at the Jack Stevens Center against SIU Edwardsville. That is the men's game. The women play at five, men at seven. So if you're looking for some in-town hoops tonight, you got uh, Coach Foley, Coach Walker in action in an OVC game tonight. And then the A-State women and men are playing tonight as well. A-State women on the road at James Madison, and the men are home against Georgia Southern. Hmm. I don't know that I necessarily need doubleheaders all the time, but uh, it's nice. It's fun for the fan base when you can do them at that. Uh, to me, at the mid-major level, it's a great thing. And you'll see a lot of that, I think, on Saturdays in the in the um, A-Sun, but I don't know if they're doing that all the time. I don't know if Little Rock, that's going to be the standard or not. For, for Saturdays and midweek games or not, but I kind of like it. I like having a chance to go. And I wouldn't always sit through both games, but like when my kids were young, we would go and catch maybe the second half of the women's game yeah. and then go to the men's game. Yeah. I mean, they were happy to run around and watch hoops, and I was happy to drink a cold beer and watch basketball, so it was fun. And sometimes you go to uh, all of the women's game and leave at halftime of the men's game. Sometimes. Sometimes. It's true. Coach Foley obviously has created quite a standard. He's a guy that doesn't have a hard time getting good teams to come and play them in Little Rock, no. but that is a luxury that not many programs have. Uh-uh. So when that I, schedule. When I used to do work study in the Little Rock Athletic Department, um, it was always back-to-backs because mm-hmm. I worked the games, and it seemed like it was always the same team that you played back-to-back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for some reason now they're not doing that? No, yeah. they are playing the same team today. Oh, okay. Arkansas State is not. Arkansas right. State's women are at James Madison. The men are hosting a different oh, team. Okay. Yeah, the Sun Belt changed that up a couple. I remember that, and I was just like, that just, I, I don't understand Seems that. kind of productive. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah, it seems easier just to send both. Their rationale, or part of the rationale was, you always have a home game for the university. You know, one team's on the road, but the other one's at home. So that gives your yeah. fans... You know, a a home game all the time. That's actually reasonable. I'll listen to that. That's not a bad take, I suppose. But if you're playing at the same time, then you're splitting viewership, even if... I don't know. You're not playing at the exact same time, and that is a larger window of concession sales, which is what we're talking about here. And I don't know. I guess it's probably one ticket. You would lose maybe a little bit of the ticket deal. But at that level, like, are you really making... You're getting season ticket holders. You're, You're mostly relying on that anyway. You also don't have to pay employees to come in for a whole nother day right. to work the concessions and the tickets and all that too. So I would think there is probably a Give some kind take. of financial balance there. I don't know. I don't know anything about anything. I don't even know what we do. Anyway, should be a fun show today. I'm excited about it. And Devo coming up in just a couple minutes. Let's get some calls in. Again, if you want to join us, six six one one oh three seven. JW, what happened to you, buddy? Some question today? Yes, please. Since we were talking about Arkansas basketball earlier. I have another um, I have an alternate question too, but go ahead. Okay. Um what is Arkansas basketball record? What do they finish? Still doing 18? Yep. Yep. What we'll should be the options? We'll have to pull up the schedule. Yeah. I know it's tough. Someone was telling me that they only had really like four 
games that they if they lost, they would be bad losses. Well, LSU, Vanderbilt. Depends how many times you play those teams. Mm-hmm. What was the third one? There was a, was a South, not South Carolina. What was the other team that was at the bottom? LSU and Vanderbilt. And there was one other one that was... Georgia? I Maybe. Know. I think Georgia's improved, but yeah. I don't think they're that good. Yeah, but they're not one of the teams I'm thinking of, I don't think. I'm thinking of, I don't think. I'll have to look at it. We'll see. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, we'll look at the schedule and mm-hmm. then... But I think, you know, under 500... At 500, above 500, and then maybe 10 wins or more. I don't know. What did we finish with last year? Were we negative in SEC play? Did they finish 7 and 11? I thought it was like 8 and 10. 8 and 10? Somewhere around there, yeah. I have to look it up. All right, my alternate question of the day today, and again, you can send this in or call it in, or uh, you can vote online mostly is what you need to do. Uh, on Twitter, at Weaver 1037 at Wes underscore more, two S's, two O's, one underscore, at Justin Acre 7 Sonic is up to uh, some new things. Did you guys discuss yes. this yesterday? We are going, somebody, somehow, we're going Monday, and we're going to test this on the air. I want people to know, or I want to know from people, what are you more likely to try first? They're introducing a peanut butter bacon supersonic double cheeseburger starting, as Wes mentioned, next week. The It has two uh, beef patties with creamy peanut butter, crispy bacon, grilled onions, melty cheese on a bakery bun. Have you guys ever had peanut butter on a burger? Yes or no? No. no. Okay. I have, and it is an odd thing. It is phenomenal. Mm. It is a velvety texture as the peanut butter melts. Onto the burger, it sounds odd, but I'm telling you, fantastic. There's a place in Winterset, Iowa, home of the Duke, John Wayne, when he was alive. Um, at least when he was born there. And all the uh, bridges of Madison County that does it. They're famous for it. It's actually really good. The next time you grill burgers at home, make a couple extra ones. Try one with bur- peanut butter. You may hate it, but I think you'll like it. It's actually very surprisingly good. And then they also are adding a peanut butter bacon shake. So that one is really a curveball for me. Now, I like bacon in just about everything. I don't know how I'm going to like it in ice cream, but I would be willing to try it. Mm-hmm. So the question I have is, what would you be more willing to try? There is no, where's the neither? Which one would you be more willing to try? Not, I don't want to try either one. I don't care if you don't want to try either one. Just don't vote. It's okay. Which one would you be more willing to try? Well, we're going to do both, but I would be more willing to try the shake. Okay. Like, if I was to pull in the Sonic, that'd be good. I feel like that'd be easier to get through. Yeah. Definitely. If you didn't like it. I will be shocked. Shocked. Not you. No offense. Yeah. I'll be shocked if you don't like it, Wes. I think I will. I think you will, too. No. I think I like the shake, too, even though that would not be something I would seek out. I think I love it. I do, too. I mean, I've never had any Sonic... Yeah, I've never had any Sonic I like ice, cream. ice cream. I feel like if there's just little bacon pieces... I don't think the bacon bad. will be overpowering anyway. Yeah. It I think be a the nice peanut compliment. butter is going to be overpowering in the shake. Yeah. And you're going to taste more of that than anything. Yeah. I'm looking forward to next week. That's the only reason I'm coming back to work. Hyped about it. It's Monday, the 8th. We just got to figure out what we're going to do. I haven't worked on Monday in so long, I forgot what that was like. When's the last time we had... I haven't had a full week of work in like three weeks. <laughs> it's pretty nice. What are we going to do next week? Five days of radio, apparently. Take a day off? I mean, if you have to, I guess. Um, let's hit a break. When we come back, Devo will join us on the other side. Should I be a people pleaser? Fall into line. That would be such a crime. I won't be my own enemy. And as far as I can see, there ain't nothing in front of me. NFL legend Dan Hampton joins Morning Mayhem each week for a little football talk, courtesy of Metro Towing and Recovery and Central Termite and Pest Control. Sports Center. Two upsets last night in college basketball. First, it was number 23 Providence losing at home to Seton Hall 61-57. Star for Providence, Bryce Hopkins goes down in the game, which saw Seton Hall turn things around and get that four-point win. And also, Miami beats number 16 Clemson 95-82 at home. Nigel Pack scores 25 points for the Hurricanes, who are 2-0 in ACC play. Four games tonight as number 15 Memphis takes on Tulsa. Also, James Madison ranked number 19 takes on Louisiana. Pepperdine travels to number 24, Gonzaga, and then on ESPN at 830, it's number 10, Arizona, hosting 11-2, Colorado. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. 
the king of Arkansas sports talk, Randy Rainwater for Bet Saracen. There's big news in the mobile sports betting business. Bet Saracen was just named the 15th largest sports book in America. That's because our Kansans like to do business with a winner. Find all your winners on Bet Saracen. Download it today and look for my double R prop bet specials. I pick them, you win them. Bet Saracen is Arkansas's favorite sports wagering app. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. How important is price when buying tires? Maybe for you, it's what drives you to choose your tire store. How important is service? And what about choosing a tire store that is locally and family-owned? What if I told you that your local, family-owned Big O Tires in Conway and Cabot can offer you the most competitive pricing with the caring service that you expect from your neighbor? Right now, we have huge savings on our most popular sets of tires to keep you and your family safe on the road. Tires, service, and straight talk. Big O Tires. Brandon Moving and Storage has served Central Arkansas since 1965 and continues to provide professional service, local reliability, and community investment. We provide residential and commercial moves, local, national, and international service, commercial warehousing and distribution, unpacking services, and custom packing and crating. Let Central Arkansas's trusted Beacons agent help you with your next move. Brandon Moving and Storage. You make a move, we make it easy. I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at lionsdrug.com. Welcome back to The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio on the Buzz Radio Network with Justin Ackrey and Wes Moore. Standing in line to see the show tonight and there's a light on, heavy glow. By the way, I tried to say I'd be there waiting for. The Zone is joined by Razorback guard and fan favorite, Debo Davis. Davis. Oh. Davis going right yes. to the rack. Pretty finish with his left hand. Debo grew up in Jacksonville, so it only makes sense that he's brought to you by Guatney Chevrolet. Guatney Chevrolet is the gold standard for car shopping experience. And Debo Davis sets the gold standard for basketball play. It's Davis for the lead. No! Visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to see all the great deals. Now, let's hit the hardwood with Devo Davis. All right, let's bring him in. Devo, I know you got practice here in a few minutes, so we will get to it. How are you? Happy New Year. What's going on? I'm doing good. How are you guys? I'm feeling good. And, um, yeah, uh, been a good New Year. Uh, we've been putting in some work, so excited. I like that. Well, you guys kind of turned the uh, turn the switch, or flip the switch, I guess would be a better way to say it. Turn the corner, flip the switch. Let me mix my metaphors. Anyway, in the <laughs> second half of your last game out and dominated against a very good team that had had some success in its non-conference schedule, what changed for you guys in the second half? Um, I think just us being uh, dynamic in the areas we've really been focused on um, since we've been together and it came together in the second half. So just, um, us being able to play defense the way we were um, at the beginning of the second half and us being able to create steals and get um, fast break points. And I think that it just allowed us to um, be able to play a little bit more open, and especially with Keon being out there. helps us dynamically on the offensive end for sure. Is he? Is there anything surprising about what he's doing in the games, having watched him in practice? I know he hasn't been available to play for most of them, but were you expecting what you guys are getting from him? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, he hasn't been playing, but he's in practice. So, and mm-hmm. um, before he even came here, like, I've been here, I'm playing. So, and I told him that before I even you know, stepped on the court with us um, at a, in, the, in the practice gym. And so, yeah, um, I expected it. And um, I'm sure most did, too. He, he, he won't come in here just to sit on the bench. He you know, recruited him for a reason. And the reason is what he showed last game. We had a debate a little bit yesterday, or discussion, I guess would be a better way to say it. This team appears to have the makings of an elite offensive team, 
and not sure that you guys are going to maybe get to the level defensively that you've been at in past years is where you've hung your hat. You think Coach Musselman can live with maybe uh, not quite a, as dominant a defense as you've had when you guys are clowning offensively? Oh, well, we didn't know much. Probably not. Uh, you know, he <laughs> when he just had more on the end defensive end. And so, in offensive end, he just lets you play freely or as long as you play defense, you know what I mean, uh, within the concepts of the offense. But, I mean, most, he, he, he respects what uh, we bring to the table as a team, and he knows we have areas that we need to improve on. And so, um, as, a, as a team, I think we can get – better defensively for sure and then um, offensively we won't have problems I don't think like you said and so um, getting better is a thing of, um, is a big emphasis and we will get better on that defensive end and that's been huge for us and um, we're going to continue to work on it so Devo, last week we were talking about the, the lack of shots or the, just you not taking shots you were kind of being a facilitator a defender a rebounder and uh, you told us that you know you just did what the team needed I guess the team needed you to knock down some threes last Saturday. <laughs> yeah, um, as you seen, I um, found some open ones, and I took the ones that, um, like 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 we talked about last show. Um, I usually uh, look look the shot off and try to make the extra pass or do do whatever to continue the offense. And so I mean, um, conference time coming up, trying to get in the groove, and um, I feel like uh, that game right there. Um, created some things for myself and i'm gonna continue to do it you know Tivo, i'm reading some comments here i was curious about caleb and his injury and it sounds like things are improving for him but muscle coach muscleman's quote is uh he did not practice on monday we did go two practices yesterday we went two practices today what in the world is happening you guys are going through two days right now two days on uh, the third week on two days and so Ooh. yeah and, and i think we we as a team need it uh, with the lack of like emphasis in game being put in, and so I think uh, with us as a team, as a team, uh, having two practices really helps. Um, one defensive practice, one offensive practice. Um, it just helps us as a team, so we can be able to understand each other on both ends, so we can help each other on both ends of the floor. Well, it's a good way to transition, I suppose. You guys have a, a week in between games and a chance to flip the switch to Auburn. So w- what's this week like? You've been through this a lot where you transition from the non-con into the conference schedule. What what happens? I mean, is there a mental shift? Um, obviously, you guys are grinding and trying to improve some things, but what's it like that week leading up to it? Yeah, for sure. Uh, we know uh, with the team we have, um, before, before even playing a one-non-conference game, uh, and I think before we even played uh, Purdue, we we had a mindset of winning our uh, conference, and so that's what we come in to do: to win our conference. We know we can, and um, nothing has changed uh, with the how the non-conference went from the new season now, basically. And so uh, we ready, and uh, like I said, we were we, we we trying to win this thing. Could you ask for a better opponent to start the SEC off personally? <laughs> uh, this is a great opponent. <laughs> great <laughs> opponent. They, they got to come to Bud Walton, so, so it's going to be um, nasty. That's what I'm going to say. Leave it at that. What have you been telling some of your new teammates about playing Auburn and what that Arkansas-Auburn game means? Uh, Coach Mustin already warned them. That he's, he, he's more fired up than some of the dudes, I think. I mean, he's been ready to play since Monday. So, I mean... Just, just uh, I, as as a player, player like me telling them, I've been telling them to just be ready, mm-hmm. and because much been telling them how the how the atmosphere will be, and that if you ain't ready, um, it's gonna be um, out. Is today a two a day? Two a day. Um, today we we don't know. Uh, yesterday he just came in on us two a day. Uh, Monday obviously we are uh, Monday and Sunday we obviously knew, and so yeah, this uh, today. And we don't know. Uh, we're going to start in a minute, though. So. Please let us know before we start our first one, if we do have to. Does he ever let you know after the first one? Like, no, nah, that wasn't good enough. We're coming back? Yeah, he'll let us know. Um, however he feels, he's going to let us know. He ain't got no problem telling us. He, 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 he want to stay in the gym as much as in some of these other dudes. So he, he don't care. He'll tell us, uh, I got all day. So <laughs> if he got all day and then we have no class, I mean, hey, what, what can we say? Yeah, that's a good point. Devo, yesterday we asked uh, our listeners if they have a New Year's resolution. 80% so they don't. Do you? Um, not really. 
not really. Um, I I just usually shoot, um, leave it up to how how God puts me in, in whatever situation or position I'm in, and and be blessed with that. I like that. That's good. Well, we'll let you go. I know you got to get to practice. I appreciate the time, man. Good luck this weekend. We'll talk next week. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Y'all have a great week. I appreciate well. it. I want to see a dunk with the lights going out again one more time. <laughs> okay, we'll see. We'll make, we make something happen. <laughs> I like it. Let's go. Good luck. <laughs> All right, thanks. Thanks. Yeah, that was a fun. That was that was a very memorable game. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of fun. And look, I respect you know Bruce Pearl, but I love to see his yeah. teams get thumped in Fayetteville. It's fun. I love seeing him mad over there on the yeah. sidelines, stomping around, oh, the face character. turning red. Yeah. That's when you know you're doing something right. Ain't no doubt. He's a great character in the in the world of college basketball for sure. A um, couple other things. We didn't. I, you know, I'm, I actually led into this story the whole day to talk about this, but I never got to it yesterday. Did you have something? I'm sorry. Do we ever ask our other question today? Uh, I just determined what the options would be. Okay. What will Arkansas basketball's record be in SEC play? Eleven and seven or better? Ten and eight? Nine and nine? Eight and ten or worse? That sounds good. What do you think? I have to uh, look at the schedule. Yeah, I mean, I have to look at the schedule. Off the no. top of my head, I'd probably go 9-9. Nine, nine. Once I look at the schedule, I'm not going to know. I have no idea what to expect. But I think they'll figure it out by the end of the season. Does that mean they've already lost three conference games? I don't know. Did they start 0-3 last year? Pretty Dude, sure. the last three years have been terrible. The the starts if they've gotten off to have been horrendous. Remember last year, they lost to LSU the first game. It was the night of the Liberty Bowl. Everybody's all jacked up after the Liberty yeah, Bowl. Yeah. Fantastic game. And then Arkansas scored like 50 points. 40? I, I Did they even score 50? I remember watching the football game. I do not remember the basketball game at all. It was terrible. Okay. So you open with Auburn, then you got Georgia. At Georgia. At Georgia. Florida at Florida. Florida's pretty tough this year. Mm-hmm. Um, Texas A&M at home. South Carolina at home. Ole Miss on the road. Kentucky at home. Missouri. So, I mean. You get LSU twice. You get Missouri yeah. twice. You get Missouri twice. You get Vandy once. Vandy at home. Kentucky twice. Get Georgia twice. All right, let's simplify it. Bud Walton Arena, mm-hmm. nine games. Yep. What do they do there? Win eight. Eight and one? I was going to say seven and two, but eight and one's eight or s- yeah. Seven or eight wins. Yeah. Road. Split. Five? Four? Four or five? Well, that's... Eleven or twelve? Uh, yeah. Twelve or thirteen. I mean, I'd take twelve and six right now for sure. Yes. 12 and 6 might win the SEC. Yeah, it's going to be tough. This is Yeah, the bottom dwellers are pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I've gotten to see Missouri and Vanderbilt in person. Vanderbilt is not good. We didn't talk Although, about Missouri. Missouri's not. I don't think Missouri. Missouri's really long, um, but I think they'll have a tough time with Arkansas. It wasn't a good matchup for UCA, and they were also missing two key players, too. Mm-hmm. So, well, three if you count Cam Hunter, who hasn't played all year. Uh, but again, I'm not saying that Missouri played well that day too. I just don't think they're that good. I watched the second half of that game. Yeah, I don't think they're that good, and I don't think um, Vanderbilt's good at all. So, but now Vanderbilt was missing three key players too when we when mm-hmm. UCA played them. But you know they had a chance to win the game, and that's if you're Vanderbilt, you're not excited about that. You got to think Stacks on the hot seat. I don't know. He hasn't done anything. Well, I mean, was a couple years ago they were pretty competitive. They well, when he had uh, Pippen last year, I think. When he had Pippen Jr., they were pretty good or decent. But you got to make the tourney. They weren't that good last year at all, but they beat Arkansas. Yeah. So yeah, it seems like he's had injuries every single year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no doubt. It's a hundred percent true. Um, we need to ask about talk about Caleb Battle too. What was his? He had an ankle. ankle. Mm-hmm. But he apparently he missed Monday, but back at practice. So we'll see. Did y'all see the... Uh, He's over five on Saturday, so obviously he wasn't feeling too good. Did you guys see the transfer portal news out of Ole Miss? Nope. Mm-mm. Football? Yes. Uh-uh. Jenkins is in the portal. Oh! That's shocking. You play in the bowl game and then you go in the portal? Weird. It's been reported. Hmm. Money. They're spending all this money on those other guys. Yeah. Well, he'd be the hottest commodity. I mean, he'd be the best running back yes. you can get, right? Yeah. He's a freak. Arkansas has got a running back coming in out of Utah today, or this weekend. High school? No. No, Utah Utes. Transfer. Oh, okay. The Utes. Yeah. Rushed for like seven, 800 yards last year. Hmm. Yeah. And played, they're g- played the year before. You told me Rising is coming back, right? Didn't you tell me he's playing next year? Rising. The quarterback. Cam Rising. Oh, at, yeah. At Utah. Yeah. He is playing next year, right? 
think so. That was the whole point, yeah. He could have made, potentially come back this year, but then they said, let's just shut it down and yeah. come but back But he could go pro, year. too, I would think. Probably a bad quarterback class to do that. That's a good point. That's a good point. He beat, he beat uh, Williams twice. He didn't play at all this year, did he? No. No. Mm-mm. 10.45, got to hit a timeout. Big O Tires right now. It's going to take care of you and your needs, whether it's tires or mechanical issues with uh, your vehicle. Need an oil change? They can do that at Big O Tires. Two great locations, Cabot and Conway, and they always have deals. Go to the website, bigotires.com slash deals to see the monthly deals. Big selection of tires, all the name brand tires, plus they have the Big O Tire. That's a great tire. In Cabot, they're on Prospect Court, right in front of Kroger. In Conway, they're on Hark Rider. Go check out our friends at Big O Tires. That is the team we trust. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, the problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. Want to know about bass tournaments and some of the best fishing spots in the state? Well, tune into Fishing Arkansas Sunday mornings with Big Sarge and his crew. Fishing Arkansas is presented by Fletcher Auto Group, Shelter Insurance Agent Jamie Marsh, Stanley Hardware, and Cooper's Nursery and Cabot. Fishing Arkansas every Sunday morning from 8.30 to 10 on 103.7 The Buzz. Currents issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC terms and conditions apply. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. Most corporate credit cards offer points as incentives, but those points amount to less than their worth in real cash value. Ramp's corporate cards offer you cash back, real money in your pocket. Plus, you control who spends what with each vendor. And Ramp's software collects and verifies receipts automatically which means you'll stop wasteful spending and close your books in hours instead of days. Businesses that use Ramp add up to 5% to their bottom line the first year. If you're a decision maker, adding Ramp could be one of the best decisions you've ever made. And now get $250 when you join Ramp. Just go to ramp.com sports. Ramp.com sports. R-A-M-P dot sports. Listen for Coach Kevin Kelly Wednesdays during the Zone presented by the Wood Rock Athletic Club. Join the Wood Rock Athletic Club and save 30% off joining fees with no monthly contract. LRAC.com. This is Pat Bradley for River City Flooring, where you can pick your payment. Get 0% interest for 12, 24, or 36 months, and River City Flooring in Marmel is where you'll save 50% on all in-stock waterproof LVP flooring. And did you know River City Flooring carries cabinets? So stop in and let my friends at River City Flooring help you with your remodel. Kitchen, bath, living, dining, they do it all. Check out River City Flooring in Maumel at their huge new showroom on Maumel Boulevard just off 430. This is Pat Bradley for Alcoa Community Federal Credit Union in their New Year's Auto Loan Special. Listen close, offer ends January 31st. 3.99% interest on 22, 23, and 24 models. No payments for 90 days or up to 84 months financing. Don't delay. The Alcoa Community FCU New Year's Auto Loan Special with rates as low as 3.99% ends January 31st. Get pre-approved online at alcoacommunityfcu.org. Serving Celine, Grant, Garland, Hot Spring, and Perry Counties. If you're looking for the best midday sports talk show in all of the land, look no further than The Zone in the Oaklawn Racing Casino Resort Studio with Justin Akery and Wes Moore. Coming up in a bit, we're going to talk to the mayor of Little Rock, Frank Scott Jr., who I'll be taking to dinner because I lost my wager with him on the Memphis-Iowa State game. And i got to give him a lot of credit because he took Memphis without any points, even though they were a 10.5-point underdog, and they won the game outright. So kudos to him. I was like, this is easy money. <laughs> I mean, this guy may know politics and banking, but he don't know squat about football. Dummy me. Yeah. You just said he knows a lot about banking. He does. He's banking a free dinner at Cash. That's where we're headed, cashlittlerock.com, 501 850 is the phone number. 
and I'm going to be taking them over there. But again, if you got to pay up on a bet or if you're looking for a group event, they have the small room, the buyer room that can hold up to 30 folks. They've also got the upstairs, which holds up to 150 comfortably. So whatever kind of event you're putting on, uh, entertaining clients, you want to book a holiday event for next year, whatever, they are happy to have you at Cash in Little Rock. And it's also a great place for a lunch or a romantic or pay-up-on-your-dumb-bet dinner. And it comes with free valet parking. We will see you down at Cash in the River Market real soon. Uh, and feel free to come over and tell me how dumb I am for making that wager. Let's uh, bring in on the brand of moving and storage hotline a guy who is pretty darn smart, especially when it comes to recruiting. His name is Richard Davenport. He works for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette and Whole Hog Sports, and he joins us now. Richard, welcome. How are you? Uh, I'm doing well, my man. How are you doing? We are good. Doing? Ha- Happy New Year to you, my friend. Um, Happy New Year. Busy, busy weekend for the football program. We're talking about a couple of guys uh, jumping in the portal that are going to be available moving forward. Christian said he heard that uh, Judkins from Ole Miss may be an available op, uh, running back for somebody. And Cy Alabama's center, who had a hard time in the semifinal game, also is moving out. Arkansas going to be entertaining some folks this week, I was told. And uh, I would think pretty big week recruiting for them, especially being able to showcase the rabid fan base at a basketball game. Yeah, no doubt uh but most of the guys that are visiting, uh, that uh, they're visiting today, and we'll wrap up tomorrow. Uh, there'll be uh, probably a guy or two coming in this weekend. But uh, Marquez uh, Robinson, a, a safety from South, uh, excuse me, a cornerback from South Alabama, he arrived last night and is uh, visiting uh, today and leaves tomorrow. He's a six-two, hundred ninety-five pound DB uh, who uh, seems to be having a really good time at Arkansas. Micah Mazuka, offensive lineman from uh, Florida, uh, he's visiting, and uh, he had a previous relationship with uh, uh, offensive line coach Eric Mateos because uh, he transferred from Baylor to Florida. But uh, uh, he'll leave tomorrow, and I think Arkansas is sitting pretty good with him, six five three twenty five. Then you have Percy Lewis, uh, offensive lineman from Mississippi State, who arrived yesterday, who will leave this afternoon. All six eight three hundred fifty pounds of him. Mm. Uh, I think uh, I think Arkansas is in good shape with him, based on what I can tell. It does look like he may uh, take an official visit to, to Ole Miss. Uh, it looks like he's canceling uh, an Auburn visit, but uh, looks like uh, I think Arkansas is definitely in a in, in a good good situation with him. Jaquin uh, and uh, Jackson uh, running back from Utah. He's here. Uh, he, he arrived late last night and supposed to leave t- tomorrow. Uh, if you've watched Utah any this past season or two, you've seen him running back. He was a quarterback in high school at Duncanville, Texas, but uh, probably uh, definitely one of the top uh, running back prospects uh, in the portal. Rated number uh, five overall from uh, on3.com. Uh, and then you have some other guys coming in, but that, that's just a few guys that are already here. No, one, one other, Miguel uh, uh, Mitchell, safety from Florida. Uh, he's supposed to be here uh, till tomorrow. Uh, so uh, they're, they're really loading up on visitors just over the last uh, couple of days, and they'll have two more coming in this afternoon. How many spots do they have left? Uh, as many as you want. Uh, I, don't, I, don't really, I honestly I really don't really pay attention to what the numbers are. The numbers will always work out. Uh, <laughs> you know, Coach, Coach Pittman said on signing day that they had about eight, eight more scholarships available. Uh, and and I think uh, right now it looks like they're probably going to get close to filling those or maybe filling all of them uh, after this week. I don't know. We'll see. That Obviously, a lot of things can change. But, uh, uh, you know, I, I think there's some guys that – could still be leaving or graduating early, and uh, and getting off the uh, you know uh, off the roster. But uh, I, I really really don't pay much attention to what the numbers are right now. Over the weekend, Arkansas offered the uh, most exciting high school football player in Arkansas, in my opinion, Montario Elston. Um, what what happened? I mean, why did they finally pull the trigger? Do you know what made them ha- well, do it? Well, I think they, they obviously watched him uh, this season and evaluated him. He, they did have him up for an, uh, for an unofficial visit earlier in December, 
And uh, a lot of times what happens on those type of visits, yeah, you see film of kids and everything like that, and then you want to see them in person. You want to see how they interact with uh, not only with you and your staff, but uh, other people and, and, and get a good feel for them. And then after the uh, championship game, I think they – they saw enough there that they, they, they wanted to pull the trigger. But uh, you're right. I mean, he's he's about as slippery a, a, of an offensive uh, skill guy that I've seen in a while. And he just can make people miss uh, and make it look easy, too. Yeah, I love the speed, the quickness, um, the shiftiness, the way he can run and those hips will move, but he doesn't slow down any. And and, and I know the knock on him, he was they think he's too small. And all I would say is he's short, he's not small. I mean, base, his base, I mean, he's thick. And I, if he gets hit, I think he's fine. You know, he can take a hit. Well, and who's the small uh, uh, running back the other, uh, in one of the championship games? I forgot uh, which one. Uh, was it uh, Was it uh, Alabama? One of, they had a short guy like 5'8". I mean, Bo Curran's like 5'8". Yeah, yeah, there you go. There, there, hmm. there you go, yeah. So, so you know, you, you get you get some guys that are smaller size. You know, a lot of times these college coaches really get into the uh, size and the idea size of uh, you know each position, and then they forget about production. And I think uh, when you have a guy like him uh, produce like he did this year, and you, you start other other schools start thinking, well, you know, five eight five nine, not not uh, not so short. So uh, especially when you're Production uh, production is very high. Who's the five star basketball player coming in? Uh, I don't I don't have it pulled up, but yeah, obviously I wrote about him, and I'm going blank right now. Yeah, five star 2025 prospect uh, prospect who is a top uh, top uh, top three prospect nationally. And uh, let's see, I'm pulling it up right now. Sorry. Okay. Bear with me. Uh, yeah, Darian Peterson. Darian P- Peterson, uh, the Huntington uh, prep in West Virginia. It looks like he's going to visit Arkansas along with Kentucky, Kansas, North Carolina, and Ohio State. But his top eight, uh, obviously, uh, has Arkansas along with those schools and a few others in there. But ESPN rates him the number one shooting guard and the number three overall prospect in the country. Richard, we are. Uh, I hear music, so that means we're out of time. But I appreciate the update very much. I know it's a big week for the folks on the Hill. Hopefully things go well, and we will talk to you in a couple of weeks. Get an update. All right, man. We'll see you guys. Thank you. Thank you. It's Richard Davenport. It's 10.58 right now. Top of the hour break. Coming up, we will do our uh, Big O Tires Red White Report. We've got Quinn Groby joining us. Thanks to Bell and Sward and Conway. Also, the next hour, Dr. O'Malley for UAMS Orthopedics. UAMS Orthopedics. Easy for me to say. And uh, the mayor of Little Rock, Frank Scott Jr., collecting on his bed, among other things. Anyway. Damn. Eat My Catfish, your favorite place for po'boys, shrimp, chicken, crawfish, and so much more, including, of course, catfish, is back open for business in the Breckenridge Village Shopping Center starting Tuesday. And you're invited to help celebrate the grand reopening as the Zone broadcasts live from there starting at 10. There'll be a ribbon cutting, door prizes, and giveaways, as well as a chance to win a catering valued at $250. It's a celebration that you won't want to miss. 